Hey everyone, uh, just welcome to my podcast. I'm Jemai. Uh, I'm a senior at CNS High School, and welcome to the People Podcast. Now, reason why I named it People Podcast is for, you know, one thing that we all are. We're all human. We're all people. Even though we all have like different beliefs, you know, different, you know, motives. We're all people at the end of the day. We're all human, and you know, God made us all equal. So pretty much, this podcast is going to be for. For everyone to just come on here, you know, everyone has goals and ambitions. One another reason why I started this podcast is not because I seen like Olivia Baker do it on All American. And also, by the way, if you haven't watched All American, check it out. It's a good show. I like it. And it's not because I'm bored during the whole coronation or quarantine, as you want to call it. But it's just like to give people like a positive look on things during this, you know, whole state of emergency and during a time like this. None of this will be scripted. None of everything on this that I talk about in here and how like all the guests I bring and everything they talk about will be truly how they feel and like, you know, nothing just none of it's scripted at all. Everything is, you know, straight from the heart, straight from the mind. So as of right now, as I'm doing this podcast, I'm also doing computer work for my participation in government class. And uh that's another reason why I kinda made this. I was gonna I'm gonna email my teacher Hi, Miss Ross. If you're if you're listening, um, I was gonna email you and ask you, and the email will probably be sent out by now. But I was gonna email and ask, you know, maybe for our last because I'm still missing one pig credit, and like a lot of us are. I'm thinking for everyone in my class, and way to get our last pig credit, maybe I I can all talk to you guys, and you guys can all come and be guests on my podcast, because this is something I really want to do, and I want this podcast to grow. As I grow along, you know, me being a senior, next year I'll be a freshman in college and sophomore, junior, and senior in college. I want this podcast to grow with me. And now let me tell you guys a little bit about myself. I was born February 28th, 2002. I recently just turned 18. And, you know, I'm a senior at CNS High School. Before I was at CNS, I went to ESM for a year. And then before that, I went to Roberts. I switched schools a lot because, you know, my family, like, we moved around a lot. But now uh, we live in Cicero, and I'm pretty sure they plan on being here for a while. Me, of course, I won't be here next year. I'll be going, I'll be in Franklin, Massachusetts. I, uh, sorry, excuse me. I got accepted to uh, Dean College. I'm going for business management. So that's another thing. Me going for business. Business has always been, like, not always something I wanted to do, but as I got into high school, I realized more it's something I wanted to do. Before that, when you're in middle school and your parents ask you what you want to do, I know when we're all younger, we say, oh, I want to be like the next superhero. I want to be a cop, a firefighter. And I'm not saying that you can't be any of that. I want to be an NBA player. I want to be an NFL player. Not saying that you can't be any of that. Not saying be more realistic because I never want to be the person to, you know, hold someone back from their dreams if it's something that they really, really want to do. I just want to say, uh, as you get older, your things just your dreams just might change. And as for me, it changed. When I was younger, I wanted to be a computer engineer. But then as I got older, I started to realize more that my work ethic wasn't really needed for me to be a computer engineer. And now for me, I realized that I want to do business for one reason. My stepfather, you know, he's into like the business. My grandpa, he's into elite dabbles a little bit with business things. And, uh, I just realized I'm not someone who wants to have a boss, you know, like the, my work ethic just requires me for, you know, to work at my own pace on my own time. Now, yet yeah, I don't know what I want to do a business in, 
hopefully this podcast will help me learn like and realize what I do want to own a business in. But I just know that I want to work for myself. I want to do things at my own pace and I want to help others, you know, dictate their own pace on things that they want to do as well. So that's one reason. That's the big reason why I chose to go to college for business management. Also, uh, what made me choose Dean's College out of all the schools I was applying to is how quickly, you know, they made notice of me or like, you know, how quickly it came to be that this is the school that wants me or in general that I want to go to. One, it's in Franklin, Massachusetts. That's 45 minutes from Boston. And I'd never been to Boston or Massachusetts for that matter in general. But I always heard that it's a I just heard it's a really nice place, so that's I kind of really wanted to go and check it out and see like what it's actually about. Now, uh, also, when I was applying to schools, the school that I really wanted to go to at the time was Tennessee State University. That's in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, because uh, my family, my father's side of my family is from Florida. My mother's side is from Tennessee. They're from Nashville. So, and I saw a family that lives down there. And I felt like maybe getting to Tennessee State was, one, because it's an HBCU. And I inspire, like, even though I'm not going to an HBCU, but I say for all, you know, the African Americans out there and all the black and, like, the whole black community in general, if you're going looking forward to schools, look towards HBCUs because they have so much to offer for us. And you get, you know, that cultural experience that you'll get at an HBCU that you probably won't get at a school like no hate towards Syrac- like Syracuse University or, you know, schools along those lines, like, you know, these top tier schools. And also for like the top athletes in the world, imagine if they imagine if the top black athletes chose HBCUs instead of, you know, schools like Duke, Syracuse, uh, Ohio State, you know, Clemson, all that, Virginia. Imagine if they chose HBCUs. How big of an impact would it change the world? And I feel because me personally, this could be a topic for another day. I feel like nowadays, kids are learning more and more and less about black history. And I feel like everything's kind of being whitewashed. Maybe that's not something to talk about now. That could be something that's talked about in a later episode, along with some of the other things I mentioned today. But back to my you know, reason for choosing my school. At first, I wanted to go to Tennessee State because it was an HBCU. And it was in Tennessee. Tennessee is really nice weather. I love Tennessee. People look at Tennessee as a dirty South. But I say if you've never been, you can't judge a place that you've never been to. So that's a reason. That's also why it made me chose Dean because I wanted to experience, you know, Massachusetts firsthand because I've never been. And people say it's nice, but they're judging it off where, you know, they've been there. I haven't been, so I have nothing to judge it off. So we'll have to see in a couple months, actually. But, um... But uh, besides Tennessee State, I also applied to Syracuse because, one, my mother works there. So if I would have gotten to Syracuse, that would have helped, you know, financially a lot. Also, St. John's University in New York City. Um, Morrisville, which is, you know, like an hour away from here. And OCC was just like if none of the schools accepted me and I would have just like OCC just to go and nothing nothing against OCC OCC is also a good plan for people you know who financially want to save a lot of money but for me I didn't want to start at like OCC I wanted to you know go somewhere I've been in Syracuse my whole life I feel like the best way for me to 
throw about my business career is you know everything in Syracuse. What's wanted in central New York might not be wanted in a different place. And I don't know what I want to start a business in. What if I start a business and it's not successful in quote unquote Boston as it would be in Syracuse, you know? So if you're going to school for business, I say the best thing for you to do is explore. And I'm not saying I traveled a lot, but I traveled to a couple states and I've seen a couple things. And it is honestly true. Things are different in many different places. People have different, you know, people have different wants and needs in different places of the world. So, and so Tennessee State uh, still hasn't gotten back to me. And I applied in what, November, December? So they still haven't got back to me about my status. Syracuse University hasn't got back to me. I got into Morrisville. Uh, everyone, uh, I got into OCC, of course. Nothing against it, like I said, but I got into OCC. Um, uh, St. John's, they waitlisted me. And that's one that really hurt the most because I really like New York City. I really like... <laughs> Let me be honest, I like anywhere besides Syracuse. And don't get me wrong, Syracuse is a nice place, you know. It's pretty great living here, but it's just like I'm ready. I'm ready to go, you know. I don't need my family around me all the time. Not saying that I would like to get away, but because I love my family. But there's other things in this world that you want to see besides little old Syracuse, New York. Like, why would you want to stay here forever? There's not much for people around my age. Syracuse is like a place for, you know, older, older people. There's not much for teens. There's not much for, like, the younger, the next generation coming up. And I feel like one thing, when I was in Tennessee, when the weather is nicer and when you're in a nicer place, you're more motivated to get out and go do things. Syracuse, the weather's like, really, really bipolar, you know. It's always either raining, snowing, cold, windy. The weather's just bipolar. The sun's not really out that much. But when I was like, when you're in Tennessee, even when it was raining in Tennessee, the sun was out. It's just a place where you want to be. So let's name all the places, all the states I've been to. I've been to, well, all the cities, I say. I've been to New York City. I've been to New Jersey. I've been to Michigan, Detroit. I've been to Washington, D.C., that was that was amazing going to DC. I've been to DC so many times. I just love it down there. I've been to Nashville, Tennessee. I've been to Florida, Orlando, and I think that's just about it. I've been just on the East Coast. My goal is to get out to the West Coast eventually. My mom's been to Vegas and she says like it was really cool. But my goal is to start moving towards the West Coast. Because I already seen like a lot of things that the East Coast has to offer. You know, East Coast and West Coast are two totally different things. I feel like I'm getting off topic. So back to what made me choose Dean. <laughs> because all those schools denied me except for Morrisville. So at the moment in time, I'm like, dang, I only got Morrisville. And then I get like a brochure in the mail from Dean College. So then I went on the internet and I did my research on Dean College. And uh, I found out, you know, I have the book around here somewhere, but they give out a lot of scholarships, you know. They guarantee you four years of uh, housing as long as, you know, they're in school and, like, keeping, like, you know, staying on top of your stuff. And uh, they also, the application fee was free. 
And for all the kids that, you know, haven't applied to schools yet, applying to schools is actually expensive. I think SU cost me, I think it might have been 65 or 85, one of the two. St. John's cost me like 65 or 45. Tennessee State cost me $25. Mooresville cost me like 45. Applying to schools, it's not cheap, you know? And what's the point of, a, of you applying to big schools for you to just not get in? So me thinking, Dean, I'm like, it's no application fee. I have nothing to lose. Like, what's going to happen? I not get accepted? It's not like I paid money to apply anyway. So, and at the time, when I was applying to schools, I was kind of like, you know, struggling with my job to get hours and to get to work on time because uh, the weather was kind of bad at times. And sometimes that just, like, didn't give me the motivation. Like I said, sometimes when it's bad weather... You know, you don't really feel as motivated as you would if it was nice route or like you feel like lazy. You feel like you don't want to do much. So I spent my last check, I think, on or one of my last checks just applying to schools. And I was working at Wegmans at the time. Now I'm at Walmart and no hate to Wegmans because my family shops there and I love Wegmans. But working there, I just don't think if you're a high schooler kid. People say Wegmans is a good job, but there's many other jobs out there that I feel like that you could benefit more from than Wegmans, if you know, if that makes sense. So, and um, don't get me wrong, because Danny Wegman, like, or like the whole Wegmans family, what a, a business plan. That's a, you know, it started in little old central New York, and now Wegmans is all along the East Coast. Now, he's one of like, you know, if you can say he's a businessman I look up to, honestly, because like how they turned something small, something small in Rochester, New York to now all along the East Coast. It's just amazing. And it's still growing, you know, at, at this moment as I'm talking. So and everyone's got to eat. So a grocery store is a good business to go into because, you know, we can't survive without food. But. Back to my story, working with a job at Wegmans, it kind of was hard because I worked at the one all the way in DeWitt, and I lived all the way in Cicero. Now, DeWitt from Cicero, that's like a 20-minute drive. It was actually in Fayetteville, but it was like the DeWitt Wegmans, so it was like 20 minutes from my house. So I would spend my checks that I would get would literally just be on gas for me to get to and from work. So I pretty much was working for free. And a lot of times I couldn't even make it to work because I didn't have no transportation to get to work. At the time, I didn't have a car. So I probably had, like, no transportation to get to I was, like, sharing between my mom and my stepdad. So I probably didn't have transportation to get to work. Or I was just too lazy and too unmotivated to get up and actually go and, you know, get money. Because, you know, everyone, you the world runs on money. As much as people say that the world doesn't run on money, the world runs a lot on money. So... Uh, it pretty much was hard for me getting to work. So my checks, it's like I was working for free. Now, I tried to get a transfer because they said I had to work for seven months. So I go and try and get a transfer. But since my attendance was like, quote unquote, really bad, I couldn't really get a transfer. But the only reason why my attendance was so bad was because of the distance from my home. Maybe if, you know, if they would like allow me to transfer, they would show that my attendance would improve. But they didn't give me the chance to transfer. So I pretty much quit. And when I quit the first time, I told my mom. And she told me, 
to not quit. Try and get your job back. So I go try and get my job back. And they, quote unquote, in their words, honored my decision to quit. So pretty much saying that they didn't really want me to work there anymore is pretty much what they were saying. So then I'm thinking, wow, I need a job really bad because I don't have money. I'm out of work for like, it's been a month since this happened. This happened February 8th. I was out of work until March 12th, I think. So recently I just started working again. Now I'm back to working, but before that, that whole month, around, I think, March 4th, maybe, I got my acceptance letter back from Dean College saying I got in with a $17,000 scholarship. I still haven't done my financial aid to this point. My mom, me and my mom should actually get on that soon. But I still haven't done my financial aid to this point. And um, I was just thinking... I needed $500 for my housing deposit. And I'm like, where am I going to get $500 from? You know, I don't have a job. So I went looking, looking, somewhere close to home, somewhere I could work now. And I found Walmart. And luckily me, Walmart pays me, I shouldn't be saying my pay rate, but they pay me, they pay me good enough, you know, for someone my age, they pay me really good. And for kids younger than me too, they pay them really good as well. And of course, all this happened when, you know, COVID-19, you know, finally came to a big deal in New York State or in the U.S. in general. So, and since my job is an essential job, I still have a job, thankfully, and I've been getting a lot of hours, thankfully, and I'm happy for it. You know, I couldn't, I'm not complaining with the hours at all. I don't mind waking up at 12, working 12 to 8, you know, getting paid good enough to make this money because at the end of the day, I need this money more than anything at this moment in time. So that was really a big impact getting that job. And uh, pretty much Dean College, you know, it was free to apply. So I decided why not. And then I applied and I ended up getting accepted with a $17,000 scholarship. I think that's pretty amazing. So and the tuition's like 30000 I think. So that's like a little more than half, you know. And I'm very happy. I'm very thankful for what I've got. You know, I feel like God is just, you know, finally giving back to me. And he's realizing all the hard work that I've been putting in recently is starting to pay off. It's starting to pay off, actually. So, and you know, me being younger in school, I went from in elementary and middle school where school was really easy, you know, getting like all good grades, like a, all A's and B's in like elementary and middle school to my first two and a half years of high school. I really struggled. So freshman, sophomore year, I struggled bad. And then junior, half of junior year, I struggled bad. I remember junior year. Junior year is the most important year of any high schooler's career because that's the year when you're applying to schools next year. You're only going to have your junior year grades. You know, you're only going to have things to base off junior year because that's like when, you know, the most recent. That's your most recent growth. That's your most recent development. They're not going to want to go off what you did at eighth grade, freshman or sophomore year. Because you're not really at your, not saying that you're at your best at your junior year, but that's like, you know, your peak at the time. So, and uh, my my sophomore and junior year, I, or my sophomore and freshman year, I was already struggling bad. In junior year, I struggled too. I remember I got kicked off the lacrosse team because I was academically ineligible. And it was like around the last week or last two weeks of the season as well when I got kicked off the team. 
And what made me get kicked off the team is that my motivation to do work was just not there, you know. I was too focused on the on playing my PS4. To this day, I like, I barely play my PS4 now. But the only reason I play it now is because, of course, the COVID nineteen. I have nothing else really better to do, and that's another reason why I started the podcast. I want, I want to be, I want to do something. So, working. Uh, besides working and coming home, obviously doing the little bit of online classing and online schoolwork I got, and the other little bit of uh you know, work for this podcast that I'm going to be working on and things about that is just, I just really had no reason to not play it, if that makes sense. Because when I, before this whole thing started, I'd be too busy with schoolwork, lacrosse stuff, hanging out with friends. And I remember back in eighth, ninth grade, I was so glued to playing the PlayStation, and I think that's what made me suffer my sophomore and junior year, was being so glued to the game to the point where my friends would ask me to come outside, I wouldn't even go outside. It was like, it was, yeah, it was like really bad, but I finally, I refound the motivation to, you know, put the game aside and, you know, spend this last little bit of time, because when I became a junior, I realized, man, I'm not going to be... You know, I'm not going to be able to sit here and play my game for much longer. Let me get used to not having much time to play it as it is now. So summer, summer 19 was uh, when I really got off the game, when I really got out with my friends. Shout out to you, RJ. Shout out to you, Cam. You guys really helped me, you know, get off the game. You guys helped me realize more what's, you know, what's the true meaning of life. Not just to sit on my room all day, sit on my ass, excuse my language. And play the game all day. You guys really helped me grow out of that phase. And I appreciate you guys for it. And you guys are two people I'm really going to miss when I do end up going out to Boston. Or Franklin, Massachusetts, for that matter. I'm just really going to miss you guys a lot. But um, not to get, like, sentimental or anything. They pretty much really helped me get away from the game and get out more. You know, spend time with family. Spend time with friends. Make meeting new friends, doing new things along those lines. And doing new things, it can be anything. You know, I went to Green Lakes and I went on a couple hikes. They took me to this place called Split Rock one time, which I never been. And we went like climbing up to like the highest point. And I remember that day when we climbed up there, we just looked across to see what was down there. And it was one of the coolest sites ever. We took a lot of pictures too. They are on my Instagram. If you don't follow my Instagram, follow it. It's JB versus the world underscore. And I probably, I'll make an Instagram account for this podcast page as well, or for the podcast as well. But um, yeah, I remember split the day at Split Rock. Just playing basketball with you guys alone was like, you know, it was like my new sort. It was like my new video game, if that makes sense. Because you can get addicted to video games. And I feel like I was addicted. And now they finally, like, not all addictions are bad. They finally, like, helped me get rid of that addiction. They helped me realize what's more to life than a, a damn video game. Because those aren't real-life personal connections. Hanging out with friends and family, that's a real-life personal connection. And I remember times we would literally go to the mall every day just to walk around or go get ice cream or smoothies at uh the sweet, yummy place, the frozen yogurt place in the mall, or get ice cream at Cold Stone. 
we just, summer was just like, you know, we made much of, like I said, I live in Syracuse, New York, where there's not much at all. We made much of not having much. You know what I'm saying? There's not much for us to do. You know, we just have the mall and the state fair when that comes around in the summer. We made things to do when there wasn't things to do. Just cause, because, you know, all three of us together are creative minds. So, I kind of just went off topic. I went off topic so much in this podcast. And that's what that's okay because this podcast, it's about just talking, you know. And me personally, if you know me, you know I love to talk. This podcast isn't about sitting there and you know, having a written script. I feel like that's where I wish I want my podcast to be successful, of course. And I feel like that's where my podcast is going to be successful because it's f- it's free, you know. It's not scripted. It's not plotted out. It's free. Like, it's its own fluid motion. And that's how my life has been out this time. It's just one fluid motion. I just go with things as they happen. You know, you can never, you can't plan life. You can't prepare yourself for what's going to happen next. That's just life in general. You have to just go with the flow of things, you know? You can't just stop things. You just can't have things happen at one time. Everything is, it moves at its, I'm not making any sense right now. But everything just moves at like its own pace. And I remember Eric Thomas said a really good quote. And I have to try and remember what the quote was. I can't remember the quote at all, but it was a really, really good quote. Something about life. But Eric Eric Thomas, he's just very motivational. You know, he's someone that's really motivational. And he's someone, he's one person who's motivational to me to help me realize what I want to do as a person and realize where I want to be as a person. Someone else who really motivated me is my grandfather, Stefan Love, and I'd love to have him as a guest on my podcast once. That would be, that'd be great. I just for you guys to you know know what's in the mind of him and you know his thought process and how he does things with his life. It's it's really impressive, and you know his wisdom and just you know it's gonna take me a long way as it took him a long way to where he is now. And my grandpa, he's still just growing. As time goes on, you know, he's going to continue to be more successful and he's going to continue to be a better person as time, you know, keeps going on. And the same with both my my mom, my stepfather and my parent, my dad and my sisters, you know, my whole family in general. As as time goes on, they're all going to, you know, everyone's going to learn to grow. And that's one thing I feel like people feed off of my energy, you know, as of. As I want to get better, that makes the people around me want to get better as well. And not just with work, not just with, you know, video games, not just with lacrosse. It's just everything in general. The My grandpa, I would love to have him as a guest. I'm going to have every, like, literally, if you want to come on the podcast, you could just literally text me or, you know, DM the Instagram page for people podcast I just want everyone to know that this is somewhere where they can go and they can come and be a guest and you know they got like they got things they want to share on here be my guest you know who am I to hold you back from you know inspiring me possibly and inspiring others that are going to listen so I uh, 
don't have any other topics to talk about. Um, so it's the fact that uh, this coronacation has really been stressing people out. And uh, people are always looking at, are looking at the bad of this thing. Yeah, I know it's bad. It sucks right now. You know, we can't go outside. We can't go see people that we want to see. But if I know one thing, I know, like, we're going to get through it, of course. You know, it may not peak until the end of April. It may not peak until August. It may not peak for, like, a whole nother year. But I just want people, you know, to not be so fearful of things and not let fear control you all the time. People, you guys got to... Start looking at the good. Not saying I look at the good 24-7 because I most definitely don't look at the good in every situation all the time. I just want people to just start looking at the good in things. You know, life is too short to always be looking at the negatives of everything. Life is too short to always be sad and gloomy and down. Everyone's got to not saying be positive 24-7, but try and loosen up a bit. You know, remember, I because work it like, you know, I always get rude customers every once in a while that come to. But then for every one rude customer, there's like five positive ones that makes it all better because, you know, there's always going to be people in the world who are just upset. You know, they have just they're just upset to be upset. They're just complaining just to complain. They just have no honest good reason to complain. No good reason to hate. It's just hurt. maybe because they're dealing with something. That's causing them to feel that way. So, I just want people to be positive. I want this podcast to just let people inspire others. Let them, you know, release their positive thoughts, what they want to do with their life, and things along those lines. So, this might not get, uh, whenever this gets uploaded, I hope people enjoy it. Some people may think this is lame. People may hate on me for this. Of course, I'm going to get, like, a lot of feedback for doing this. Some good, some bad, and I don't care. I don't care what anyone thinks about me. I don't really care about what people think I should do. If you're not going to do the work for me, don't tell me how I should do my own work. And that's just that. So I want to thank you guys all for joining me for this episode. Or, yeah if that's what you even call it. I want to thank you guys for joining me for this episode of my podcast, the first episode of the People Podcast. And I hope you guys enjoy what I'm going to be talking about on here and all the guests and people I'm going to have on here. And I want you guys to actually listen. Don't just be that one person who says that they're going to listen and don't do it, you know. Actually come in and listen. It's 30 minutes. Take 30 minutes out of your day. You don't have to listen to all of it at all 30 minutes. But just take time out of your day just to come listen to what I got to talk about and what other people that have come on here, what did they have to talk about? So thank you. This is Jemai signing off for the People Podcast, and you guys have a good one. Thank you.